0: Now there are absolutely days where I don't want to exercise. I don't want to go work out. I don't want to move my body. And it's not because I'm being lazy. Most of the time, most of the time it's because I'm busy doing something else. I feel like that something else is a higher priority at that moment in time. At that moment in time, it's easier for me to continue working because I love working. What gets me to close my computer and head to the gym is asking, am I making this decision for current me or future me? Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, geriatric physical therapist, weight loss coach, and passionate disease prevention expert. I used to struggle with emotional eating, sugar cravings, and consistency. Then I learned how to lose the mental and physical weight once and for all with a low insulin lifestyle each week on the reshape your health podcast. You'll learn simple, actionable step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you are ready to create a body and life, you love you're in the right place. Let's get started. In this episode, you'll learn 10 easy tips for women to be more consistent with exercise. How would you like to know that you were going to follow your exercise plan? Like you knew the sun was going to come up. What if you could develop that sense of internal confidence and trust in yourself to follow through? We all know that exercise is good for us, right? But how often do you turn that insight into action? How often do you see your notification to exercise pop up on your phone calendar or computer and just ignore it? Getting yourself to exercise on a regular basis is so incredibly important for your mental and physical health. It gives you more energy endorphins to feel happy, helps increase adiponectin, which is a hormone that converts white fat to brown fat for a higher metabolism and less visceral belly fat and increases insulin sensitivity. I've been an avid exerciser since the sixth grade. Yes. I actually remember my love for exercise. Even back then. In fact, I used to run in place in my room to whatever music I was into back then. And the light below my room in the kitchen fell and shattered on the floor. My relationship with exercise took an unhealthy turn. When I developed a condition called exercise bulimia in the ninth grade, that's where I would try to exercise off all the food I just ate in an, in an attempt to stay lean, So that I could be fast and track. And I was okay, but that compulsion that I felt to exercise was not fun. And my exercise bulimia lasted about 10 months and thankfully went away with no residual exercise obsession. I've learned to develop a healthy, moderate relationship with food and activity, and now help my members do the same. So if you want to improve your insulin sensitivity and thus reverse insulin resistance so that you can lose weight, keep it off and prevent disease, strength training is actually one of the most beneficial habits you can adopt. Now it runs against popular weight loss practice to do cardio because it burns more calories. Now, while cardio may burn more calories during the workout, weight loss is not about calories. It's about insulin. And minute for minute resistance training improves insulin sensitivity, better than cardio. Not only that, but it increases your strength so that you can move better and have stronger bones as you age. I know that strength training may be intimidating and I'll be honest. I'm usually the only woman in the gym doing strength training surrounded by some ripped high school boys, but you know what? I got over it and I'm there for about half an hour and I'm not doing this for anyone but myself, so I can do anything for half an hour. Don't let anyone intimidate you at the gym. You have as much right to be there as anyone else, and you don't have to wait until you're fit to go exercise at the gym. Often I'll hear from women that they don't want to bulk up and I remind them that men get bulky because they have far more testosterone than we do and growth hormone. And in order to get bulky, you need to have a higher hormone level and eat protein, a lot of protein, just adding strength training twice a week, three times a week to your exercise routine, even for just 20 to 30 minutes, that's not going to make you bulky. It's going to boost your metabolism and help you have a leaner appearance. Another objection that I hear about resistance training is that it's boring. And to that, I ask, do you enjoy brushing your teeth? Do you enjoy doing your taxes? Do you enjoy doing the dishes? No, most people would rather not do these tasks, but we do. I want your attitude towards strength training to be the same, that it's just something that you do, whether you like it or not. I promise, once you stick with it, you're going to start to feel and see the results that only strength training can provide. And that's going to give you motivation to keep going. Now physiologically, you'll have changes right away, but you may not see any changes in your muscle tone or appearance for months. And if you're not doing things to reduce your fat mass from your diet, your sleep, your stress, you won't see your muscles at all because they lie under your subcutaneous fat layer. So this is where consistency compounds. I know that you can be consistent and I know that the techniques I'm about to teach you will help. One of my clients recently sent me this screenshot showing me that she'd closed all of her activity rings for an entire month straight. And she was going through some rehab and had other life stuff going on too, but she did it because she was committed. Commitment creates consistency. Now these tips will help you be consistent, whether you want to walk, ride your bike, swim, or strength train. I believe in you, but I can't do your push-ups for you. I believe that you need to believe in yourself and show up for yourself. Like you do every other person in your life. You have to find a way to create some intentional margin in your life so that you have just a little time, several days a week to exercise. All right, let's get to these tips. Now there are absolutely days where I don't want to exercise. I don't want to go work out. I don't want to move my body. And it's not because I'm being lazy. Most of the time, most of the time it's because I'm busy doing something else. I feel like that something else is a higher priority at that moment in time. At that moment in time, it's easier for me to continue working because I love working. What gets me to close my computer and head to the gym is asking, am I making this decision for current me or future me? Are you making your everyday choices for current you or future you? That's a really good litmus test to know if you're making healthy choices or not, because most of the time unhealthy choices are for instant gratification. I'm really, really big on focusing on systems, not just goals. You can have a goal of working out three or four times a week, but that general goal is probably not going to get done. If exercise isn't already a habit for you, it needs to have a date, time, and location on your calendar. Better yet, it needs to be on your work calendar. Women especially have a tendency of prioritizing the wants and needs of other people before our own, and that's got to stop. When you take care of yourself, your mind, mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, you're going to be able to better care for everyone else in your life. You're going to have more energy. It's the best return on your time is the energy that you invest into your health. So here are some tips that I've used to make exercise a habit, even when I don't feel like it. Number one, and I already mentioned this, it goes on my work calendar because honestly, I take it more seriously. And I look at it several times a day at this time. My goal is to work out four days a week for at least 30 minutes at 3:30. So I have a recurring meeting on my work calendar with a reminder at three 15. So I have a little time to shut things down for the day and get changed. The second tip is to find an accountability partner. I love going to the gym with my dad. I think it's this kind of bond, like our daddy daughter time. And he 100% absolutely without questions would not go to the gym without me. I think he's maybe done that one time. And how do I know? Because COVID went by and lo and behold, he didn't even know that the gym was open. So after I got my COVID shot, I felt more comfortable going back. And I'm so much more likely to go knowing that he's not going unless I go and i really want him to exercise more. So having someone waiting for you to show up is a huge motivator. If you can't find a single accountability buddy in person, be accountable to a person or group online. I really encourage people to post a weekly accountability item. We call them implement implementation intentions once a week in my members only community. Now writing down your goals and telling people about your goals has been shown in the research to improve follow through based on the psychology principle of consistency. As humans, we are inclined to do what we say we're going to do. Otherwise we feel out of integrity with ourselves, but you have to say what you're going to do. If it lives in your head, it's more likely to stay in your head and not turn into action. Number three is to plan ahead plan ahead for success. Pack your clothes in the morning. Even better. What I like to do is pack a whole week's worth of workout clothes in one morning. That way you never have the excuse that you forgot to pack your clothes or shoes, or that you don't feel like going home to get changed. Tip number four is to find a time that works for you and be consistent with that time. Many people prefer to work out first thing in the morning. I have two young kids who often get up in the night and need me in the morning still. So working out towards the end of my work day just works better for me before I pick them up from daycare. So I try to find whatever is working at that stage of life and be consistent. So again, that changes. During COVID, when I had a new, a newborn, I committed to 10 minutes a night of strength training. As I watched TV, your routine will change based on life circumstances. That's normal, but what's important is that you change with life. There will always be a reason to not work out, but you have to find a more important reason to work out. Tip number five is to show up for yourself. Like you would your best friend. No one likes a flaky friend. Do not flake on yourself. If you say you're going to do something, be a person of integrity and do it. Would you say to your friend, Hey, I'll meet you for lunch. And then all of a sudden lunch comes around and you're like, oops, sorry. I just wanted to keep working instead. No, you would show up for lunch. Like you said you would. So use the best friend test and ask yourself, am I treating myself? Am I speaking to myself? Am I showing up for myself as I would my best friend tip? Number six is to keep it simple. Simplicity breeds consistency. If you find that something feels heavy, that you have a lot of internal resistance towards something, it means that it's probably time to tweak or optimize your plan, reflect on why something feels heavy and how you could make it feel lighter. And I'm not talking about weights or resistance at the gym. I'm talking about heavy on your heart. For me, it's working out for 30 minutes or less. If I said you have to go four days for one hour, that feels heavy to me. That feels like too much of my time is spent at the gym and not enough with my family or working for this stage of life. For some people an hour or four days a week isn't enough for others. It's just right. That's one of the reasons why I don't like a one size fits all exercise program. You have to find what really works for you and your needs and your schedule and your body and your mentality. So tip number seven is to anticipate obstacles. You have to expect that you're not going to feel like working out at least some of the time, if not all of the time, but here's the deal, name a time in your life when you ever regretted going for a walk, when you ever regretted a workout, right now think of a time that you regretted skipping one. Think about how you're going to feel after you're done. And that can help give you a little spark of motivation that you need to take the first step and actually go. Think about how proud you're going to be of yourself. Think about how making one positive choice to exercise has a ripple effect on the healthy choices for the rest of the day. If I were to skip a workout that I have planned, I would be more likely to go home and kind of feel bad that I skipped because I was out of integrity and those feelings of guilt of skipping something that I planned on would have a ripple effect, right? I wouldn't feel as good emotionally. I'd be a little more critical of myself. I'd be more likely to go home and emotionally eat that night. And that's obviously not helpful. It's not productive. This brings us to tip number eight, and that's to have a plan B. If for some reason I don't go to the gym or go for my walk, I usually have a plan B to do some strength training and stretching at night when I'm watching TV. Again, we're keeping it simple here. Tip number nine is to make your brain work for you, not against you. Remember that your brain will do whatever you tell it to, but you need to give it a clear roadmap and a specific set of instructions to follow. So if you're finding that it's your workout time, right? 3 30 for me, your pop-up reminder comes on your work calendar. Maybe, um, and you still don't feel like going to work out. You need to listen to the thoughts that you're telling yourself. You might be saying something like, oh, I really don't want to go work out today. Your first subconscious thought was that you don't want to go work out today. And there are two words that you really have to look out for when it comes to limiting thoughts. Don't and can't. If you're telling yourself, I don't want to, well, I'm not surprised that you're not going to go to the gym because you're literally telling your brain you don't want to go. And your brain followed what you told it to do. So try telling yourself something like, I don't care if you want to go, your alarm went off. Shut your computer. get out of bed and go put your workout clothes on. Now this brings me to my last tip and that's the two minute rule. This comes from the book atomic habits by James clear. All I want you to do is focus on the very first thing you need to do to get your workout done. For a lot of people, it's shutting your computer or getting out of bed or turning off the TV. You don't need to think about the whole workout. You need to think about the first step that you're going to take to get there. Any habit that you want to form, you can boil it down to the first two minutes. And I want you to master that moment of decision. And you're going to be so much more likely to follow through. I gave you a lot of tips today, and I hope that you found this episode helpful. I'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on Instagram at Dr. and let me know your favorite tip or biggest takeaway. I want you to think about how you can incorporate one or two of these tips into your life to make exercise more consistent. If your workouts aren't already on the calendar, my challenge for you is to get them on your work calendar within the next 48 hours. It's so easy to forget good intentions completely. And if exercise is not a habit in your life, it's going to take a little work to get there, but the effort that you put into that is so worth it down the road. And I also wanted to remind you about the new review contest for this podcast. If you haven't yet left a rating and review for this show, I would really appreciate it if you did so on your listening platform of choice. It only takes a couple of minutes and it helps this content get seen by and heard by and help more people. So if you do that, go ahead and subscribe, leave a review and a rating, and then take a screenshot of that and email it to me at mnolte at com. That's M N O L T E at weightlossforhealth.com. And that will enter you into win a special thank you and surprise from me in the mail. I'll draw a winner at the end of June. So thank you so much for listening again. Be sure to tune in next week where I'll have a fresh episode for you. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.